actually coming in to the episode before I'm actually recording this little bit after I've recorded the full episode, but I have a little bit of an announcement. This is so cool. So cool. Hey, look, mom, I've made it because I actually got a repost from Sangeeta herself of one of my clips for Love and Translation from last week. So this is actually really cool. I don't know if anyone is listening to this, like Sangeeta herself or whoever it is, but thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you so much. I'm in shock. But I just wanted to come in and say that. I thought that it was amazing. And yeah, thank you to anyone else who listens, who reposts or likes or whatever it is. Thank you so much. This was so cool to me. But I'm going to stop talking now and we're going to head into the episode. Welcome to Reality Tea Times 2, the podcast where we discuss all the trash reality TV we love to hate. I'm Tanika, and today we are going to be discussing love and translation. So we don't have anything to discuss on the top of the episode. We are just going to be hopping right in to the reason that we are here, Love and Translation Season 1, Episode 5. A more song. So love song? That is actually a song, isn't it? Or some movie or whatever. Anyway, so let's get into it. Giselle says that, you know, he's a dickhead. Because we're still kind of coming off of the last episode. Um, and kind of says she's done with him, blah blah blah. Whatever. He kind of is sulking and locks himself in his room, but Lady decides to actually go up there to talk to him because she's trying to understand, like, what is going on. She doesn't know if Giselle was actually disrespected because she didn't see it herself, Um, but she does notice, like, a lot of this is happening after their date, so she is kind of wondering, is this jealousy? Like, what's going on here? But anyway, she goes to him and she says, you know, like, what happened? Um, And the way he talks to the women, he takes that, you know, caveman approach when talking to the women, whereas I love that Khalil and Dylan actually don't do that. Um, Maybe, I'm not sure about Khalil, but Dylan especially, he comes from a family whose second language, or first language is not English, so maybe he has a better understanding. But yeah, I'm just like, really? I mean, even Khalil, you can you can argue that Patois is the first language for Jamaicans. I know his mom's mixed. Um, but yeah, like it's just, you know, they, they definitely approach things a lot differently than Trip does, which is fine, very annoying. But, you know... But because he can't really talk to her and actually verbalize what's going on, he decides he's going to draw. He's going to draw a heart with potentially hair on it. Because like the, his drawing of what he is trying to tell her is very confusing. I don't get it. No one gets it. She thinks it looks like fruit. 
Like it just it doesn't make any sense. But you know, she isn't understanding. Like I said, she thinks it looks like fruit. She just wants to understand what is happening with Giselle. But she doesn't want to fight with him. She doesn't want to fight with her. She doesn't want to do any of that. But at the same time, like her connection with Trip is real. Meanwhile, we're kind of at the next day now. Giselle wakes up feeling really regretful, probably regretful where Trip is concerned. Um, and she's just trying to, you know, zen herself. And then we see Khalil um kind of saying, like, yeah, you know, Trip kind of rubs the women the wrong way. Don't know why he's doing that, but him and Idy are going to make risotto for breakfast. He didn't quite understand exactly what she was saying initially, but nonetheless, they're going to make risotto. And meanwhile, Dylan is kind of spending some time with Sarah. Tulai is not liking it. Not at all. And she's actually going to start doing a ritual with stones. She's not necessarily going to bewitch him, but hopes that he is definitely enchanted by her. So, um, don't know what's going on there, but nonetheless, that's what she's going to do. Um, so Trip is working out at 8 o'clock in the morning. And he mentions that lady, and him actually discussed the night before, her coming down and actually working out with him. So he says because of his, you know, time in the Marines, he is very punctual. He respects punctuality. He expects himself to be punctual with things. It doesn't matter how tired he is. He's going to be right on the dot with when he needs to work out no matter what. And he also expects other people to also be punctual as well. So if you say you're going to be there at eight o'clock, you better be there at eight o'clock. So, you know, it's 8.10. We see her brushing her teeth and he knows like, okay, it's 8.10 minutes later. She's not here yet. What's going on? And 8.20, still not there. 8.30, he says the workout was only supposed to be for half an hour. It's now done. She's not here. And yeah, she's not there. And you know what? He's feeling really disrespected. But I'm going to leave my thoughts a little bit about how I feel about this whole thing. Because for those who watch the episode knows this escalates. So, lady... We do see her sitting there on the couch. It's about, well, the it's 8.30, and we don't know exactly what time she got on the couch. Um, she kind of clears up the timeline from her end. We don't know if that's accurate, but she does kind of clear up the timeline on her end a little later. But we see her sitting there at 8.30. Trip comes inside after his workout. She He literally is walking right past her, not even saying a fucking word to her. She calls his name and he just continues walking, doesn't even acknowledge her. And I'm like, wait a minute. What the fuck, dude? You could go to her and say, what happened? Like, we were supposed to do, be here at eight o'clock. You weren't here. Would something happen? Like, what's going on? Give her a chance to rectify that or whatever. And he basically just says, well, I'm going to give her the same respect that she gave me, which is, I guess, ignoring her like a little fucking bitch. So, yeah. The women at this point really do hate Trip, though, because Imani, 
I know I went back and forth on her name. I want to say Iman, but I think it's Imani. Anyway, she she's very vocal. We've seen this already from her that she's very vocal. If you remember from the first episode, she did not like the fact that the men have a nicer room. She thought the women should. Um, but she is very vocal about things and whatnot. So she is actually very close with Giselle. She says her and Giselle share a room. And she noticed that Giselle was crying all night the night before because of fucking trip. Honey, don't cry over this fucking guy. Don't cry over spilt milk. I'm just saying. But yeah, she was very emotional the night before. And Imani's like, listen, I'm going to go confront him because this is some bullshit. So she literally, I I can't capture everything that she said, but I'm going to just kind of sum it up. Basically, she's saying to Tripp like he has no respect for anybody else except for himself. Um, She tells him, you are shit. That's agreeable. And then she kind of makes this kind of like throw up noise in his direction. Like, like she kind of just puts like in his direction, which is like, you make me sick, basically. And he's kind of there being like, well, you know, I, I, I grew up, you know, having to respect not just women, but just people and you know i'm i'm pride myself on being respectful of people and i'm like but you're not respecting people you're not and i'm not saying with the giselle things where that's concerned i'm not saying he purposely decided to ignore giselle that's not at all what i think he was doing i think he just went about things the wrong way but he he went about he did this by ignoring Giselle so he could focus on Lady, which he never did for Giselle. Let's remember that. If he did that for Giselle, right, maybe Giselle could have looked outside of herself and be like, okay, you know, he did that for me. He's doing that for her, whatever. But he didn't do that for Giselle. They come back and, you know, all the women are like throwing themselves at the men and he kisses lady in front of Giselle. So he did not give Giselle the same respect that he's giving lady. And I really think the reason he actually is acting like this with Giselle is because with the whole pheromone thing and the fact that she gave her wristband to Dylan and not Trip because she said Trip smelled like shit. I think that's what's tripping him, right? So he decides that he wants to give all of this time to Lady, but you're missing the fact that you never gave that to Giselle. You just never did. So that's where this is coming from for her. And I think she's justified in being upset about that. And then now with Lady, you're acting like a little bitch because she didn't make an eight o'clock workout session with your ass. Like now you're acting like a little bitch because of him. I'm sorry, I mean, I'm going to keep calling him a little bitch because he's acting like a little bitch. If you're going to act like a bitch, I'm going to treat you like a bitch. So that's basically what he's doing. He's acting like, Wah. like, you know, like grow up. Like he has a lot of growing up to do. And the funny thing, I said this to my mom last night watching the show. I said to her, I'm like, he is the oldest man in the house. Okay. He's 30. Khalil's 24, Dylan's 21. And yet, he is the one who's acting the least mature out of the both of them. I'm not saying that I think Dylan is necessarily ready for marriage. I, I don't think he is. But 
he seems to be very much aware of the fact that the women are come from different cultures, act differently, expect their men to act differently, and he's not quite catching up to that. And we'll get into that later. But it's just, he's he's not doing things the right way. And we'll see how much he continues to keep digging himself full holes. So, so Lady, in the meantime, she's very confused about Trip and how he's acting and everything. And I I understand her. I, I get it. Then here comes Sankita, because we have a new exercise that we're going to be doing. And that is we're going to be writing a song. The men are also going to be doing it as well. So not just women. Everyone's doing this. So in 30 minutes, they'll have to write a song that they are going to perform in 90 seconds. Okay. So the men are doing it. Like I said, Jocelyn, though, is like, listen, I don't want to fucking do this shit. I don't want to do this. I'm putting myself out there. The men are not receiving me. Why should I keep, why should I do this? Right. Um, And she walks away. And Sangeeta is like, okay, let me go talk to her. She goes over to her. And Jocelyn says, like, I just feel disrespected by the men. And I just don't have it in me to do this. And Sangeeta says, like, you know, then put that into the song. Put your emotions into the the song that you're going to be writing. And, you know, they may not necessarily understand the words you're saying, but they are going to understand the tone in your voice because that's the whole point of this is that we're going to be really focusing on the tone of everybody's voice. So Trip is crying while writing his song, You Big Baby. Everybody hates him at this point. Who cares? 30 minutes later now, they're going to be doing the song. So I'm going to run through everybody very briefly um, for the most part. Jocelyn is coming for Dylan. She actually says at one point that I come to you and you laugh at me. So wait a minute, is he laughing at her? I actually want a little more context with that because I'm I'm actually very curious about that. Um, but D- Dylan may not know exactly what she's saying, but he knows it's about him, and he feels guilty because he can tell by the tone of her voice that she is upset with him. And Monty goes next, and she talks about each of them. It's the best way for her to do. She says, Dylan is handsome. Khalil is so helpful. And Trip, you're an asshole. So that's great. Basically what she says. Juliana is kind of the only one who actually sings her song. And she just says, you know, Dylan's name. Oh, sorry. Sorry. Sarah says Dylan's name the entire time. She doesn't actually write words. She just says Dylan's name. So, yeah. To lie, you can tell. If she, if looks could kill, she would kill. She wants to kill Sarah. It's, it's a little scary. But I, I like to lie. Um, so the July actually goes up next and she actually puts a lot of emotion in her song and her voice. Like you can tell like, she really fucking likes this guy. And he can tell like, is there something wrong? Because there is a lot of emotion in there. Is it just because she's really feeling me? Like what's kind of happening here? Idy, Idy's song is just so cute. I... I didn't quite understand, like, her way of doing the, her song was kind of not being so direct with it. She kind of went this route of, I'm going to kind of play a little bit here. But she kind of says, like, you know, you know, we're sexy beasts, wrong show. Um, and, you know, we're all being at the zoo trying to get the attention of this, of these guys or whatever. So it's, she says the song was completely for Khalil. Jennifer goes up next. And of course, she says that she wants Khalil 
You know, she's feeling it. And the thing is with me, when I, what I feel of when it comes to Jennifer, I don't find her genuine. She doesn't fucking want Khalil. She just wants to say she won. And I think also on top of it, part of it that I didn't talk about when they were writing the song is that Jennifer actually wants to be married. She planned her life out when she was 11 years old, expected that she'd be married by 25. She's about to turn 25. So she needs to find a man so she can marry him. Her life is very planned out. And I can relate to that. My life was my probably planned out my life by the time I was 10 too. I want to be married at a certain age. I want to have kids by a certain age and all of that. Um, but once I reached close to that point in my life where I was like 23, 24, ex-husbands being deported and all of that, I'm like, okay, yeah, I'm married. Don't have kids. I have a career, whatever. But I actually... I didn't even say I had the career. I had my education, but I didn't have the job that I wanted. There's so much more than just being married and having kids, right? But the main point of my thing here is don't plan your life out so diligently because you just never know what can come in your life. And because then you're so strict on that timeline that you think you have to have X, Y, and Z done by this time. And it's just not realistic. So anyway, that's what I think is going on here. She's just doing this because she really wants a husband because that's what she she thinks that she should have. Anyway, um, ID is this not about this. She's she's not loving this at all. And Khalil's actually very surprised he wasn't expecting this because of course they had one of the worst dates. <laughs> so um then Giselle. My girl Giselle goes next. And she basically tells Trip, you know, you ain't shit and stop acting like you are. Fucking asshole. And then she blows him a kiss. But the kiss is actually like, kiss my ass, basically. Like, you ain't shit. Fuck you. Go fuck yourself. And basically, that's the kiss. But because he doesn't understand the song, he doesn't understand the context of what this, and she also has a smile on her face while she's doing it, right? So he's interpreting, oh, is she, is she forgiven me? Is she completely over the nonsense that happened the night before? Because she had not only that, but she blew me a kiss. Like, what's happening here? No, sir, she fucking hates you. I don't actually think she hates him because she later says like, I think like he thinks I still have a crush on him. Honey, you do. You do have a crush on him. You're burned because you felt ignored the night before, which is completely fair. But don't pretend like you don't have a crush on him. You still do. But you'll get over it. I think she should. So, um, anyway. Then Lady goes next. And her song was very, you know, about the feelings that she's feeling for Trip. And I wrote here, Trip is an absolute idiot because he's like, oh, she was so calm. It's like nothing happened. Like she doesn't, it feels like I care more than she does or whatever. I'm like, no, you're not fucking reading the room, you fucking idiot. Like he's an absolute fool. For a person who claims that he's a hopeless romantic, he is just an idiot. He's an idiot. I actually really dislike him and I actually thought I would like him the most just because oh you're older and you should be more mature and you should know what you want and all that and he has no fucking clue what he wants I think out of anyone here who I trust the most it's Khalil 
But anyway, then the matter next. And guess what, guys? This was fucking funny. Khalil and Dylan actually did a duet. And because, listen, we're going to say some things. We don't want our tones to be misconstrued or anything like that because, like, I mean, Tripp's an idiot. So we just didn't want him a part of the song, basically, is what they wanted to say. And we are just going to do this together. That's what we're going to do. So they basically are just kind of doing the song to each one of them. That's basically what they're going to do. And of, of course, like Dylan says his things to Sarah to lie and Khalil does his thing to Idy and Jennifer. So that's the way they're going about it. But in the very beginning, they're kind of like, ladies, we don't want no drama. We're just looking for our baby mama. And I'm like, oh my God. And again, that is a dick at trip as well, which is like, they're, they're like, we're trying to form an alliance and Trip isn't invited. <laughs> um, but then Trip goes and I, you know, I actually wrote down most of his song, some stuff I might have missed, but this is so, he, he did this like he was at a poetry slam, like a slam poetry. That's what it felt like. It was fucking comical. But here's what happened. He's like, so much anger, so much hate. Something about I can't relate or something shit or some communication I can't relate. I don't know. I feel no love. I feel no hate. I just want to communicate. <sighs> My only heart is wrung out to dry. Lady. Late. So for now, I take a break. Y'all, he broke up with Lady in front of everybody. And Khalil's like, holy shit. <laughs> what the fuck? Um, and he's like, you know, she blew me off and she has absolutely no concern. How do you know you haven't even fucking talked to her? You ignored her. So go fuck yourself and your fucking like, woe is me attitude. He's such a fool. Anyway, he's like, maybe my love will like sorry maybe my tone will get through to her since like you know because what you haven't because you talked to her right i'm fuck i missed that you didn't even fucking talk to her so how can you go to the root of oh maybe my tone will get through to her go fuck yourself anyway lady felt like you know just shit while being outside because now we're done and she goes and sits with, um, I think her name is, uh, yeah, I think she's from Mexico. And she this sits with her and they're talking and she's like, I just felt like shit outside. And she wants to know, like, why did he do this in public? Because even though she doesn't quite understand exactly what he said, she does know he said lady and broken. So something's up. But then all of a sudden Trip comes and he's like, you know, can we talk? Yes or no? Can we talk outside? And I'm like, oh, now you want to fucking talk. Now you want to talk after you ignored her after the whole thing happened. You want to talk to her now that you've embarrassed her in front of fucking everybody. Now you want to talk again. And I just want to keep saying go fuck yourself really and truly. She gives him something on the way outside, which I'm assuming is the ring that he bought her on the date. That's what I'm thinking it is. I wasn't too sure, but I think that's what she gave him. So he says, you know, it's eight o'clock. Where's lady? Don't know where she is. 
Um, and I wrote too, what the fuck is wrong with his voice? Like he has a legit vocal fry. And I'm, you know, for those who've listened to the maths episode already, already know about the vocal fry of it all. But I'm just like, this is a fucking vocal. But the thing is, it's like, I think this is put on. I don't believe him. I really don't believe him. Anyway. So yeah, so there's the focal fry of it all. And she says, yeah, I didn't go right at eight o'clock. Sure, I, I own that. But I was here at 8.15. She was sitting on the couch and that's what she's claiming. She was there at 8.15. I'm probably waiting for him. But he says, if you promise, then you keep a promise. And she's like, okay, calm down. Okay, calm the fuck down, you. But she says, Colombian culture is a lot more laid back. And she gives the example of sometimes the bus says it's going to come at two, two o'clock, but really in Colombia, it might come at like at two thirty. Whereas like in America, bus might say it comes at two o'clock and it comes at two o'clock. Like it's just a different culture, which we all know. We've seen that. We've all watched 90 Day Fiance. We've had a lot of Colombian women or men, whatever. I should know we've had a lot of Colombian men. We've definitely had a lot of Colombian women. And that is their attitude. It's very laid back. But the thing is, is that he has no fucking clue about other cultures and how different they can be. And it doesn't mean that she's disrespecting you. It just means she comes from a different world than maybe you do. Like, and he has no, he has no patience. He has no wherewithal. He just thinks you fucked me over and that's that. There's, it's very black and white for him. There is no gray area. So, yeah, he's getting kind of frustrated basically at this point. And he says, you know, we're not understanding each other. So you know what? If I see you, I see you. He kind of just brushes her off like like an asshole. And you can now see like, lady, she's over it. She's like, I don't want to see him. I don't want to be around him really and truly. I want to go home. Like that's where she's at. She wants to go home. Anyway, a little later on, some of the ladies are kind of saying they really don't want to leave obviously they don't have connections with these men some of them but they don't really want to leave and the korean girls actually like it took me 28 hours to get here i don't want to leave yet <laughs> so then we see sangita coming and she goes to the men and she says listen you have created some tensions with these women with these women and that's on you trip i mean all of you that's on you <laughs> and Apparently, three of the ladies are considering leaving. But I guess to kind of see if they can prevent the women from leaving, the men are given an opportunity to talk to the women in order to kind of see where they're at, see where their heads are at. Maybe we can stop this from happening. And the way for them to be able to do that is they are actually going to get access to the translation apps. Just for now, just for this instance only, they will be giving them back after. So they will be talking to them. These Each man has one woman they're going to be talking to. And after that, after the conversation, the women will choose on whether or not they will actually leave. And now Tripp is like, well, I'm hoping it's not Lady because at least we should be able to have some closure. Well, sir, if it is fucking Lady, here's your closure. And I honestly think she should leave. I think Giselle should too. Like, honestly, I think they both should leave. And I think Tripp should leave. Just go just leave go fuck yourself anyways 
that's basically it for the episode. But next time on is looking kind of juicy. Imani hates Trip. She hates him. And I'm with her on that. Dylan um comes at Trip actually in a very and again, he comes from a place, or his family anyway, his mom especially, comes from a place where it's not in America. And he kind of understands that cultures are different. And he says to him, listen, you need to respect the other women's cultures. Like, you're not getting it. And Tripp actually says, like, well, I'm not really, I'm choosing not to really think about the cultures because that's not the most important thing to him, which it should be. And Dylan's like, no, you need to fucking think about women's cultures because we can ill afford to have the women leave because of your ass loved it and um clearly someone's gonna be leaving after this we don't know who but someone's leaving but that is it for love and translation for this week so if you like what you heard please rate review the podcast on either apple Podcasts or spotify also don't forget that i you can also share us with everyone in your life if you really love this and I do want to read those reviews. I'm definitely getting five-star ratings, but I want to read those reviews. So send me those reviews and I will read those four and five-star reviews on the podcast. Also, we're on every one of your favorite podcast apps, every one of them, including you can find us on YouTube at Reality Tea Times 2. If you want to connect with us, you can do so by going to either Facebook or Instagram at Reality Tea Times 2. You can also find us on Twitter, TikTok, Reddit, and Reality Tea Times 2 Pod. We also have our email, which is at Reality Tea Times 2 at Hallmail.com. Definitely want to hear from you guys. And we also have our new website where you can listen to all of these episodes. You can review the podcasts on there as well. You can connect with me in any way, all the stuff. It's all there. And you can find me there at www.realityteatimes2, all spelled out, um, dot podpage.io. It's there. And don't forget, I also have my other podcast with my friend Mikkel, Next Week Podcast, where we talk about all kinds of different topics. We are finishing up with our Black History Month series right now, so it's been great over there. Um, but you can find us on any of your favorite podcast apps over there as well. Or you can also go to YouTube um, and you can go to Next Take Podcast, as well as our website, which is solo.to forward slash Next Take Podcast. Um, so yeah, there's with that and that's basically that. And again, don't forget, if all of this information is overwhelming, we do have all of the links everything in our show notes but that is it for now guys thanks bye